the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. New rules from the Trump administration on Friday would require insurers and hospitals to disclose up front the actual prices for common tests and procedures to promote competition and drive costs downward. Our goal was to give patients the knowledge they need about the real price of health care services. They'll be able to check them, compare them, go to different locations so they can shop for the highest quality care at the lowest cost. President Trump uh, explaining those benefits yesterday. Meanwhile, AAA says some 55 million Americans will travel for Thanksgiving this year. That's a big increase over last year. And AAA spokeswoman Tamara Johnson has some tips for people before they actually get in their car and hit the road, namely making sure that your car has been inspected and that the tires and battery are in tip-top shape. This is SRN News. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. This Thanksgiving, think outside the oven with a brand new grill from the Ace Thanks Grilling Event. This Saturday, November 16th from 11 to 2. Head to your local Ace for great deals, giveaways, and turkey grilling demos. Showcasing our top brands like Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, and more. Plus, get free assembly and delivery on grills $3.99 and up. Don't miss the Thanks Grilling Event this Saturday from 11 to 2 at your local Ace. See participating stores for scheduling or exclusions. Free assembly and delivery for Ace Rewards members valid through December 24th. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Thank you for being here today. It's uh, been a good week. It looks like a typical November sky outside. I'm sitting up here in uh, St. Cloud, Minnesota, along the... uh, along the uh, west bank of the uh, Mississippi River, uh, just about uh, 82 miles from the mothership by as the car drives, um, not by the plane. Uh, 
down in Egan, where Wyatt's at the controls today. Thank you, Wyatt, for being with us today. And thank you for listening. I know you have lots of choices. I know everyone's getting pumped up and excited about uh, about the uh, battle for Floyd of Rosedale. Um, the, uh, the little trophy that goes along with the Minnesota-Iowa game. I guess. I'm here at I'm here at St. Cloud State. To me, to me, it's, it's it just doesn't matter that much to me. I, I have to confess, I don't care about the game. Although I will say, at the gym, I was watching the end of the game against Penn State, and the the ending was exciting enough to get me on the uh, elliptical trainer for an extra ten minutes, um, so that I could see the end of the game before I retired to the showers. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was a good game. We hope they have another good game today. I just I, I like watching good football. I don't like watching what we saw Thursday night. Uh, I'm sorry, but that young man um, seems like he's a pretty good young man, uh, Mr. Garrett. But, um, you know, I, I think an indefinite suspension is actually called for. It's an extremely dangerous game that he plays, and you cannot have people who lose their who lose their heads um even for a moment in a game like that it requires great discipline 651-289-4477 the number to call with questions and comments uh it's a busy day it was a busy week in terms of economic data there's just all kinds of information to report out to you so this first hour of the show we will do that in the second hour where we'll have some clips. I want to get to sort of this underlying question that I'm beginning to have. I'm beginning to think phase one of the trade deal is equivalent to waiting for Godot. And for those of you who do not know waiting for Godot, and you go, what's that? Sounds like one of those stupid college things. It is one of those stupid college things. Waiting for Godot is a play that uh, was written written back about uh, 60-some years ago now that it seems like every college theater department has to do once in the life cycle of any of any theater student. Um, it's not true. I've, I, I think we've only done it once here in my 30-plus years as a professor and dean at St. Cloud State. But, um, uh, it is a, uh, but it is one of those things that you just seem to see college theater departments do over and over and over again. And basically, it's the the play about people waiting for someone that does not, in fact, uh, ever show up. Now, if you've never seen the play and you go, it sounds stupid, it's like, I, and, and say, I don't know that I ever want to see it. I don't know where it's playing. Better idea. Watch Waiting for Guffman. You'll get the idea. Uh, Christopher Guest's mockumentary of the many mockumentaries that he has done. Um, Waiting for Guffman is is one of my absolute favorite movies. Um, a, a very 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 funny movie. Uh, if you're if you're thinking about what to do on a night on a day that's probably going to be warmer than the average Saturday in November, uh, certainly compared to this month, it's going to be practically balmy at forty two to forty four degrees at least up here. Um, where where guys like me think to myself. I could actually go run outside today. That'd be great. Um, I recommend that. But what I mean by this is, is basically the plot is people are waiting for someone, some important person to arrive. And the important person we're expecting to arrive in this case is the phase one of the China trade deal. Here's the question. Is it actually ever going to arrive? And what happens if it doesn't? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in. Um, we'll talk about that in the second hour of the show. But here in the first off hour, just all kinds of news that uh, that we should probably go through. Some of it good news, some of it bad news. Uh, I think on average, probably more lousy than good for the week. Summarized by a single by a single point. The Atlanta Fed's now cast for fourth quarter GDP, which was already looking pretty bad at 1% and was at 1.5% two weeks ago, after the release of data yesterday, checked in at a growth rate of 0.3%. I'm 
pause there, that bit of dead air brought to you by Holy Cow. 0.3% growth uh, as the start of the uh, primary season for presidential elections began, begins at the end of January and early February would change a lot of conversation we're hearing. We wouldn't probably be talking so much about wealth taxes and so on. We'd be talking about how lousy the economy is. I don't think the economy's lousy. I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some uh, pieces to talk about from that here in in a little bit. But let's just wrap through some of the data right now. If you looked at the producer price index numbers, they were they were perfectly fine. So they always come out two days before the consumer price index. You, you you're sort of in nerd camp if you're paying attention to the producer price index. But that's what you pay me for. I'm the nerd. I'm the guy that does that. Producer price index in October up 4.4% uh, month over month on the headline number, 3.3% on the core. Those were just a little bit higher than expected. Given our given that the Federal Reserve has been trying to get inflation to move closer to 2%, this seems to be confirmatory of their, of their position that they don't need to move interest rates anytime in the near future. And indeed... If you looked at what they were saying here, uh, Jerome Powell, I looked, I I watched a uh, fair amount of his testimony before the banking committees and the financial service committees in the in Congress this week, which also happened. There were things happening besides impeachment on Capitol Hill this week. Uh, Powell was there. He was asked some questions. It was kind of a mild set of things. There's nothing. I'm not going to bother you with more Jay Powell clips on the show today because he just didn't say anything that I thought was very, very, very interesting. But but what but he leave it at this. He says uncertainty is huge for business people making decision. There's ability to wait, just wait to make a decision if you think something's going to be resolved. But he says that the central bank is optimistic that the U that the three cuts the precautionary uh or even I think he once used the word prophylactic cuts uh, buoyed the U.S. economy against lingering headwinds and, and trade uncertainty. Uh, this was echoed by a f- whole lot of people. Uh, Richard Clarida came out and said that he thought that the economy was near full employment uh, and without having any pressure on inflation. John Williams at the New York Fed said, quote, the economy's in a good place. Monetary policy is as well. And uh, James Bullard at the St. Louis Fed, who has been one of the people pushing for lower interest rates, said, and I quote, now it makes sense to wait and see how the economy responds during the fourth quarter here and into 2020. Uh, President Bullard's likely to be a little less patient than uh, than Chairman Powell or some of the other members of the, of the Fed, uh, of the FOMC, but I fully expect that uh, if that 0.3% number came in as was shown uh it would be it would probably push him in the camp that maybe another cut was overdue but certainly everybody seems to be on the page of no cut in december and i think the meetings are too close to the gdp numbers for the fourth quarter I think the first meeting is actually before the announcement, so it's likely you get to February. It's likely you get to March before even someone who might be more inclined to jump sooner, like uh, President Bullard, would choose to do so. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call here on the King Banyan Show. So the producer price index comes in pretty nicely. Uh, import prices were fairly benign. If you looked at, okay, I'm just giving you all, I'm going to give you all of the U.S. good news. I'm going to turn and talk about international international economic news here in a little bit because that, that, that won't make you feel very good here as well in a little bit. But the last bit of what I thought was good economic news of the week was the the National Federation of Independent Businesses. This is small and medium-sized businesses. And what they had to say was that their optimism index had fallen in the two prior months, but it jumped back up a little bit, six-tenths of a percent to 102.4. It had fallen almost three points in the prior two months. Uh, It's still below the average to date. And if you go back 
you go back to its peak, it was at 108.8. Small business owners, says the the president of the NFIB, small business owners are continuing to create jobs, raise wages, grow their businesses thanks to tax cuts and deregulation. Nothing is stopping them except for finding qualified workers. Firms are likely to continue to offer improved compensation to attract and retain qualified workers because the only solution in the short term to an employee shortage is to raise compensation to attract new workers and to train less qualified workers. Now, I put up a tweet last night that I think is representative of all that good news that we're seeing. And this was pointed out to me by my colleague, uh, uh, Professor uh, Dave Switzer here at St. Cloud State, um, it, who pointed this out. I thought this was interesting. He he said something to the effect of, of employment is far higher than what was expected even for 2024 um, at the start of the Trump presidency. And I was like, really? Let me go take a look at that. I don't, I don't think I know that. And so the tweet that I pointed out 15 hours ago, at the end of 2016, the Congressional Budget Office the Congressional Budget Office projected not, and remember, CBO, this is the Congressional Budget Office. Con- Congress was controlled by the Republicans in both chambers. The head of CBO is probably not a, not a Republican per se, but certainly someone who's required to be somewhat, somewhat honest in his, in his figuring. Um, CBO at the end of 2016 projected non-farm payroll for non-farm payroll employment of 148 million for 2019. Currently, the seasonally adjusted number is 152 million. That's approximately 4 million more people working than than had been expected at the end of 2016. If you want to point to good news and whether or not things are are Things are being done well in Washington regarding economic policy. I think that's a I think that's a point in your favor. Right? 152 versus 148 that was expected only three years ago. The 152 million is the expectation that we're at in uh, the 152 million was indeed the number that was expected to happen by 2024. The difference in 2016, we thought the labor force participation rate would be stuck at 62.7%. Indeed, instead, it has risen above 63%. And, and that's the source of many of those additional millions of workers that have come in. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? 
Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over. Wear a hat. Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Welcome back, King Bangy Show, Business 1440. That's a nice piece of music, Wyatt. Kind of like, kind of like that. A little different. Yeah, we haven't done that. We haven't done that song on here, this show, for probably quite some years. Uh, but, um, but good, good to hear. In fact, I kind of think if I. If we've ever used that as a bump before, it's going to be back in my Narn days. Back on back on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, where, of course, Mitch Berg. Still in that same slot that he and I used to be on together. Oh, so many years ago. He's the headliner of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and he's on 1 to 3 this afternoon. Be sure to tune him in. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. So... I'm giving you like about seven to eight minutes worth of good news about the economy. Um, And now I got to move to the other stuff. Okay. Because as I led the hour, I said to you, the GDP forecast from the, from the federal, I see from the federal reserve bank of Atlanta's now cast was all all the way down at at 0.3%. Indeed, if you looked around uh if you looked around uh if you looked around at the other ones at the other now cast, they all were below 1.5% depending on whether you were looking at um depending on whether or not you were looking at uh that uh the now cast from the New York Fed if you were looking at uh at forecasts coming out of Goldman Sachs or so, no, wherever you are looking, you're going to have a hard time finding anybody forecasting GDP to grow in the fourth quarter faster than it did in the third. Some of that will be the GM strike. And, and because of the GM strike, the numbers reported on industrial production which were very negative, were properly being discounted by by several observers. Okay, so if you if you read from uh, reading from RSM uh, Economics, uh, uh, you can look and see that trade has pulled the number down. So U.S. industrial production fell by zero point eight percent. Of course, of course, factory output was down by six tenths percent, which which was largely due to the fact that motor vehicle assemblies were down 11%. That's the GM strike. You would have lost that number. But year over year, industrial production's down 1.1%. Durable manufacturing off 2%. 
some of that's GM. Some of that, of course, is Boeing and the 737 MAX, which we really, really haven't talked about very much. Right? We haven't talked about the fact that, that inside that, particularly inside numbers like industrial production and durable goods production, you have to include within that the uh, the very large uh, impact of uh, of the fact that Boeing is just in a world of hurt. And it and it shows it, they're big enough because airplane con- manufacturing is a is the ultimate large ticket item. When when we stop buying planes, it shows up in the data. Um, but it's it can't be just that. Okay, it can't be only only from that particular number. Um, there's even there's. Within the industrial production numbers, as pointed out by Brian Westbury, who normally takes a more optimistic view of where the economy is, he points out in his at the first Trust Economics blog that auto you know auto production down. Of course, we get that, but only six only six of the thirteen major categories inside the manufacturing numbers actually grew during this period. High-tech equipment production was the one place where it actually rose, and it's up 5.6% on that category. Every place else, not just autos and airplanes, but, but take autos and airplanes out, you still get a two-tenths of a percent decline in October. And and taking taking out the taking out autos on a year over year basis, you still get a decline of nine tenths of a percent. So so you have to you have to say that the decline in manufacturing is fairly broad based. Right? Um, and, and so, so it does appear like, particularly on durable goods, the production numbers are going to be near a zero for the fourth quarter. And so if there's going to be a big uptick in purchases of consumer durables in in the fourth quarter to boost the GDP numbers... It can only come from inventories of things they've already produced, and inventory investment is already recorded. It doesn't contribute to GDP, right? All right, this is one of these little lessons I I give, and my students will look at me when I do this in my principal's class, and they'll say, why are you telling me this? Because you can get fooled on things, and you can start to believe things that aren't true. If I make... A new TV. Let's suppose it gets made in the United States, and I recognize most TVs are made in the United States. I make a new TV in August of this year, and it's still in my warehouse, or it's still in the process of being shipped to, let's say, Best Buy. On September 30th, the end of the third quarter, it is recorded as produced for final use in the United States, and counted on quarter three GDP. And so in the accounting process, it's recorded as an increase in inventory investment. Then, when it hits the Best Buy in October, and in November, during a, during a holiday sale, it goes home with you, consumption rises, but unless the unless that TV is replaced by Best Buy and the eventual manufacturer with another TV that at least is made, inventory investment falls by an identical amount, and there's no change. So those data are certainly the, those data are are not going to be changed by some increase in consumption that's going to happen because. 
well, we just have to wait because Thanksgiving is so late this year and all the holiday spending is delayed and don't you worry, it's all going to happen. It'll all work out by the end of December. A lot of the production of, of fourth quarter sales is baked into the cake already and was counted in the third quarter. Important point. And, and yes, I realize, realize that happens every year, so it should be in the seasonal adjustments. I get that. I get that. But people thinking the consumer's going to pull us out of this, I kind of wonder. Let me give you let me give you a couple other other bits of data that might uh, point you in a different direction. The New York uh the New York Empire State Manufacturing Index, uh it's the first one of industrial figures for November fell from uh 4 to from a reading of 4 to 2.9 for the 6 month outlook, it's pretty much unchanged. Luckily, the only thing that seems to be going well is capital spending plans on technology. If you are a seller of technology in a business-to-business environment, your business is probably doing pretty well. That is a bright spot in the manufacturing sector, and I see several pieces of evidence of that. But on on the negative side, the October cash freight index has been going down for 11 months. This is measuring uh intermodal train and truck freight movements and it's been down it's been down for five straight months and according to cast it's gone from warning of potential showdown to signaling an economic contraction as uh peter bookvar uh writes uh uh here three major concerns he's quoting from the cast report we are concerned about the increasingly severe declines in international air freight volumes, particularly from Asia, and the ongoing swoon in railroad volumes, especially in auto and building materials. Two, we see the weakness in spot market pricing for transportation services, especially in trucking, as consistent with and a confirmation of the negative trend in the cast shipments index. Three, as volumes of chemical shipments have lost momentum, our concern of the global slowdown spreading to the United States increase. Here's the, here's the key. The trade war looks as if it has reached a point of no return from an economic perspective as the rates of decline are accelerating. Add to that reports from the Port of Los Angeles and the Port of Long Beach saying that inbound container loadings fell 14% year over year in October. 37% of U.S. container import volume go through those two ports. The manufacturing side, which we've reported to you, has been weak. That weakness was reported to have continued and appears to be perhaps accelerating. I want to talk about one thing in that last little bit about chemicals. We'll talk about those right out on the other side of these messages. This is the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Smart Speakers. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 
So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. American pressure. Spray it. Don't say it. Remember stopping into American Pressure for that free piece of candy during Halloween? Well, we won't be having any turkey legs for Thanksgiving, but we are always thankful for you, our customers. So stop by, we'll treat you right, we'll take care of you, and we're thankful for you and the many blessings we have this holiday season. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good to be with you today. Looking for, looking for a web page that I seem to have lost. Dug on it. I was looking for the chemical barometer, chemical activity barometer, uh, and I don't seem to be able to find one right right now that's up to date. Uh, we were just talking at the end of the hour. Very good way to measure what's going on in the economy. I've been using some more, lately, some more uh, drilled-down indicators. So I've latched on to uh, the CAS uh, survey to look at trucking because I think that's important. I've also looked at, been trying to track uh, movement of chemicals, a shipment of uh, chemicals, because it's kind of hard to hide Um or get fooled, but when you're actually counting physical volumes of inputs or the movement of uh, goods from one place to the next. And the chemical activity barometer is one of those places that I've been trying to, uh, I've been trying to track uh, quite a bit over the last, uh, last few years. Um, and let me see if I can see if I can pop up something that's fairly close to that. If I look at that barometer right now, it's fallen on a year-over-year basis. It's been flat uh, through August. What I was doing, I was trying to find a more up-to-date uh, post, and I have not, I've not been able to find it. So I wanted to want to point out to you that uh, if you keep track of this this chemical activity barometer, I think you can. Um, in fact, I'm gonna we're gonna take one more crack at. Uh, using Professor Google to see if we can find that. Um, let's see if that's there. Um, and nope, it's not going to give me anything. It's not going to give me anything in terms of a news release that I was hoping that I was hoping it might, might turn out here. Um, so the last number being in September uh, that I have is up one-tenth of percent. And again, uh, over a year-over-year basis, on a year-over-year basis, that number has been flat. It tracks industrial production really well, and those numbers are, in fact, moving together. So there's nothing in the industrial production numbers as far as I'm concerned. Um, given the GM strike that you might think is biasing things or the Boeing loss of sales of 737s that might be biasing things, no, the data from – there's confirmation – of the signal from industrial production in lots of other places here uh, as we as we uh, engage in uh, as we continue to look around uh, look around uh, the economy let me flip to the other major fact uh, that came out this week the other big report and I do this and I've focused on these because I can use a lots of different leading indicators but the most important part of the of economic forecasting to me is Tracking where you are right at the moment 
And so I spend a lot of time talking about coincident indicators when I do presentations to groups. And if you're interested in that kind of work that I do, just go to go to banyan.net and uh, there's contact information. I'm happy to come out. I've, I've been pleased to meet listeners to the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440 at talks I've done in the Twin Cities and elsewhere. I'm always happy to um, engage in different audiences. Uh, to engage with different audiences uh, over over the last, I've been doing this for for at least fifteen years, giving these talks more broadly. I was doing them in St. Cloud back in the nineties, but um, now I'm now I've got a larger larger audience to talk to. I uh, spend a lot of time talking to my audiences about four things: sales, production, sales, production income employment sales production income employment right spell spy those are the four factors that are in the coincident of uh, excuse me in the index of coincident indicators retail sales industrial production income personal income less transfer payments and non-farm payroll employment those are the four factors we've said something good about non-farm payroll employment We've said something bad about industrial production. Incomes have been fairly strong. Retail sales was reported this week for October to have... Okay. It fell in September, which we thought were thought were for some unusual reasons, but then bounced bounced back in October, three-tenths percent, and they're up 3.1% versus year-ago levels. But again, it's on a narrower base than it had been before. Auto sales are up. Non-store retailers, internet, mail order, those are up uh, 14.3% from a year-ago level. They're They're at records. 13% 13% of retail sales now are done through an online channel or online or mail order channel, I should say. They're not done in stores. Only 87% of retail sales happens in stores. Clothing and accessory stores, physical stores, down 1%. And then if you take out core sales, if you take core sales, taking out autos, building materials, Gas stations, those are the three most volatile, and you wanted to see what was going on underneath. That's up two-tenths percent in October, 4.2% from year-ago levels, and almost 8% on an annualized rate since the start of 2019. So as um, as Brian Westbury at First Trust points out, and reading, reading from uh, a post he's put up about this, he says, look, Jobs and wages are moving up. Companies and consumers continue to benefit from tax cuts. Consumer balance sheets look healthy. And serious debt delinquencies are down substantially from post-recession highs. So the retail sales numbers probably should stay strong through the rest of the year. So when someone says to me, well, are you going back? Because you sort of gave a signal that, you don't think a recession's coming, at least in the first half of 2020? No, I don't. And my confidence isn't necessarily so much on leading indicators, but looking at the fact that retail sales continues to be strong, personal income continues to be really strong, the employment numbers continue to tick up despite the fact that we have a very low unemployment rate. We seem to continue to be able to pull workers from being out of the workforce back into the workforce. Businesses seem willing to pay higher wages and to do more training to do that because they're they're still in a position where they they're struggling to find qualified workers. Okay, the only place where things are declining are in manufacturing. The question has always been, and we've had this on the show before, but I want to make sure I keep saying it because it's, it's the vital point. When manufacturing, when the manufacturing re- recession spreads to services, then the game's over. What you have to watch for are those places where you see it spilling over. The one place that I've talked about where you can see some spillage is, is in transportation. Okay. Not talking about the airlines. The airlines are doing fine. 
I'm not talking about Boeing. Boeing's Boeing's going through a nightmare. Fairly fair amount of which seems to be of their own doing. But they're they're going through a nightmare. What I'm talking about is your trucking firms. I'm talking about the FedExes and the UPSs that rely on business freight volumes for a substantial piece of their revenue or most of their revenue. I'm talking about the railroads. I'm talking about the international shippers. They are the ones that are having some serious that that are having some heartburn right now. How f- much further does that spread? We're talking about retail sales. Retail employment is is falling, but some of that is just shifting them from working in a in a glass front store to working working in a cinder block warehouse picking and shipping goods through through the mail and through FedEx and UPS and DHL um, okay that were ordered by a mail order ordered over the internet in an online store that part doesn't worry so much I will get concerned when I start seeing it spread into restaurants I'll get concerned when I start seeing it spread into business services okay if you're if your hiring of, of accountants goes down I'll 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 know it's happening when I see it hitting groups like insurance agents or the real estate industry we haven't seen those things yet and as long as we haven't seen those things I don't think I don't I don't think it makes any sense for you to to do anything more than what than what the Fed has said is we're on hold now. We think we've put the economy in a pretty good spot. And what I've tried to give you is there there's tons of stuff on the internet saying, oh no, the, the, you know, the the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Look, everyone wants to be the person who says the sky is falling one minute before the sky falls. And because the internet is so, you know, social media is so, are so effervescent and evanescent, right? You can say the sky is falling today, the sky doesn't fall, and two days later say, well, today the sky is falling, and no one will remember all your bad predictions from the past. It's a beautiful thing about the King Banyan Show. You can go back two and a half years and find out what stupid thing I said two, two years ago that turned out not to be true. I have people in my community who will remember speeches I've given five years ago and say, well, you said this back in 2015 and it didn't happen. Okay, I said, well, you know what? There's only, I, I know two things. There's only one person can perfectly predict the future and I'm not him. <laughs> uh, so there is, um, there is a lot, lot to be done, but I'm, what, I, what I'm saying is I don't think you want to get out ahead of a recession that I agree probably is going to come at some point. And I still think it comes before the end of 2020. But let's not get too far out ahead of this. That recession is not right around the corner. There's still, there's still a little bit, of, little bit of gas still in the tank for this expansion. And bucking it probably isn't your best your best idea. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now... You can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-9446. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-9446. 
Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-9446. 1-800-424-9446. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before, and they might not even know a stock from a rock, but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410, Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, number to call, questions and comments. Maybe the best way to sum up what uh, is happening and uh, the, the strengths and weaknesses that we're seeing in the economy came, uh, this was yesterday on uh, Fox Business, Robert Kaplan, who is the president of the Dallas Federal Reserve, uh, was on with uh, Maria Bartiromo and um, offered this viewpoint on on where the economy is right now. Let's play the first uh, Kaplan cut. Yeah, the consumer's strong. Consumer's 70% of the economy, so we should have a solid economy going into 2020. Uh, you know, household balance sheets are improved, and we've got a tight labor market. Having said that, primarily due to trade uncertainties, uh, and weak global trade. Global growth is weaker, manufacturing is weaker, and business investment, as you've been talking about, is weaker. Uh, the good news is those are smaller parts of the economy. The issue is if, if those issues get worse, do they spread to the consumer? At the moment, my view is uh, that I think we've got a good chance to navigate through that weakness and have a solid year of growth in 2020. That's a fairly optimistic viewpoint, and I think I I'm not probably quite as positive as that, but that's not too far from where I from where I am. It's worth remembering the global that global trade in the United States represents about fifteen percent of the U.S. economy. Right? I I never say that often enough. In a twenty in a in a twenty trillion GDP world. Exports plus imports in the United States come out to less, less to a little more than three trillion. Okay, so when I say global trade, I'm adding those two numbers together to represent the total amount of goods that are going in and out of our ports, overseas on planes, and or otherwise perhaps even transmitted over over the internet or through some other some other uh, communication system. Um, those are. Those those are the facts. We don't we're not as dependent on international trade as many other parts of the world, like Germany or Japan. Those places are places that are that are seriously in a world of hurt. 
Germany narrowly avoided a technical recession. They had had a negative report of uh, of GDP in the second quarter of uh, down uh, down by two tenths of percent in the previous quarter. They expected it was going to come in at negative one tenth of percent, and instead it actually came in, instead it actually came in at uh, at a positive one tenth of a percent quarter over quarter. That's half of one percent year over year. So to compare the numbers to the way you and I report them here in the United States, you would say that they're currently at a one half percent growth rate. Um. And and as a result of that, as a result of that, it's very much a very weak economy. And if you look at what's happened with net exports, their net exports are subtracting almost on a quarter on a quarter over quarter basis. Net exports in the second quarter subtracted approximately. I'm trying to do the math in my head here. Um, uh, almost six-tenths percent from second quarter GDP, quarterly GDP. So would have contributed about a downdraft of about negative two, two-and-a-half percent uh, in the second quarter. And four of the last five quarters have been negative in terms, excuse me, three of, uh, that's, a, that's a bad graph. Um, the... Um, Three of the last four quarters were negative. We don't know what the third quarter trade volumes were in Germany yet, but my assumption is that they didn't turn positive. So, in essence, their their economy is was negative in the second quarter, and it was negative despite an increase in inventories. I would not be shocked, by the way, if it turned out to be negative. Go over, jump over to Japan, and Japan's economic growth fell sharp, sharply because their exports slowed. This was reported on uh, on Wednesday of this week uh, in the New York Times. Japan's growth slowed to a crawl in the three months that ended in September, an annualized rate of 0.2%, according to data released by the cabinet, by the Japanese cabinet. Um, the performance was a sharp drop from the previous quarter when the economy grew at a revised rate of 1.8% which was beginning to make people think that Japan was finally coming out of the doldrums. It's not. It's not. And then if you go over to China, and we're going to talk more, we'll talk a lot more about China in the next, in the next uh, hour. But if you turn to China, China's, China's industrial production up 4.7%. That's down from a 5.8% increase in September, well below forecasts. Retail sales down, fixed investment growth down. And the and the downturn in the economy seems to be quite re, quite quite real. So when you hear people in the United States say China probably needs a deal more than we do, they're not wrong about that. The question is whether or not they're willing to wait it out. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about where is this deal? Is there actually ever going to be a deal? We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, 
WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. When you want your computer fixed right the first time, Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from RB's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold out five to six years or longer to do the same? RB's Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 